Hello and welcome to The Life of Riley from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Riley. Yeah. What do you have? Tabs, blue ribbon. What else? famous Pabst Blue Ribbon, finest beer served anywhere, proudly presents The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. <laughs> Ever since production was stepped up at the aircraft plant where Riley works, he's been on the swing shift, four o'clock to midnight. But far from upsetting him, this drastic change in his daily routine has made Riley a much happier man. His co-worker, Gillis, however, seems to hold a contrary opinion. Nah, I don't like this here night work. Uh, what's, uh, what's wrong with it, Gillis? Nah, I don't like this coming home like this 12 o'clock at night like this. Yeah, it's better than coming home 6. When I was on a day shift, I got home around 6. My junior would meet me on the front lawn, $3 for a basketball. I walk up the path, there's beds on the porch, $6 for a new dress. I open a door, go in the hall, there's my missus standing guard, $8 for a pair of shoes. Getting into my house every night was like going over three toll bridges. <laughs> By the time I sit down at the table, my pockets would be cleaned out. But this way, they haven't bothered me for money for the last three weeks. Boy, you must be loaded. Well, there's one catch. While I'm asleep, they clean my pockets. <laughs> but it's more peaceful this way. Yeah, maybe, but I'm a guy who likes to see my family every day. Yeah, since when are you such a big family man? Well, I don't like that. Yeah, I'm waking till all hours. Who knows where my wife is running around? Oh, so that's it. <laughs> Look, Gillis, I seen your wife. If she ever starts running, give her some track shoes. Eh? Well, it ain't only honeybee. My kid ain't boy, too. A father should be around to check up on his family. I seen a picture on television last week. Yeah. Believe me, every father should see it. It was called Today's Children. There's a new picture? It was made in 1921. Well, that's new for television. In this here picture, the young husband was C. Aubrey Smith. He wakes nights while his wife, she's played by Sarah Bernhardt, she runs around to poker parties. And the daughter, a beautiful girl, only 17, she's played by Clara Kimball Young. She hangs around dance halls and nightclubs till all hours. And the young kid, an eight-year-old boy, he's played by Humphrey Bogart. He's neglected. He don't study, gets in bad company, goes around holding up banks, winds up in reform school. What a picture. 
Well, how does it end? I don't know. My six-year-old nephew come in and made me switch to Faye Emerson. <laughs> Peg. Peg. Oh, she's sound asleep. I won't put the light on. Oh, I'm tired. Where's my pajamas? Oh, here. Oh, something's wrong here. How come the sleeves are so long? Oh, these are the bottoms. Oh, <laughs> oh it'd be good to get into a nice, warm bed. Uh, oh, this bed's cold. Oh, well, I'll have to use Peg's feet again. Hey, where'd she put her feet? What's going on here? Holy smoke, her head's gone, too. Peg! Peg! Where can she be at this hour of the night? I hope nothing's happened. Babs! Babs! I... Sound asleep. I hate to wake her up, but I'm worried. She ain't here neither. Junior! Junior, wake up. He's out, too. Twelve o'clock, nobody's home. Running around till all hours of the night. Oh, you're home, dear. Yeah, but you ain't. Where are you? I, I mean, where were you, Peg? Oh, I was over... What's the matter? Do you know what time it is? Just a little after twelve. I trust you with my two children. Here it is midnight, and they ain't home yet. They're not. No. Well, they said they'd be home early. Do you mean to say you don't even know where they went? Of course. Of course I do. If you'd listen a minute, I'd have it. Oh, hi. Oh, so here you are. Where were you? Pop, I Don't was... lie. Pop, I, I want the... the truth. Well, for heaven's sake, will you stop carrying on? What's the matter with you? Just because I'm working the night shift, I ain't going to have my family turn into the kind of a family where they're out to all hours playing poker. Uh... I was at a PTA meeting. Playing poker at a PTA meeting. <laughs> and my son goes around robbing banks. <laughs> with the Boy Scouts. I don't care who helped you. <laughs> and heaven only knows what dance hall Babs is at. Well, Babs is studying at the library. What's gotten into you? Gee, I couldn't help it if I was late. The bus broke down. Oh, just because the kids are a little late, now, you don't... Shh. What's that? What? That shadow on the blind. Somebody's on the porch. Maybe it's a burglar trying to break in. Oh, don't be silly. Now, there's two shadows. It's probably Babs and Bert Roberts. He always drives her home from the library. Now there's only one shadow. <laughs> now there's two shadows. Never mind that. Now there's one shadow again. What do they do? I'll murder him! Just one more, darling. All right. So this is what you study in the library. Smooching, eh? Daddy! Oh, good evening, Mr. Riley. Yeah. Well, so long, Babs. I better run. Yeah, you better, and fast. Good night, Babs. Well, what have you got to say for yourself, Miss Clara Kimball Young? Oh, she. Honestly, Mother, can't a fellow bring me home one night without Daddy making a scene? Coming out on the porch like that in his pajamas and, and bare feet. So what? You'd think I had 12 toes. <laughs> you got your nerve criticizing me after the way you acted. Do you know what time it is? Where were you? In the library. Till this hour? Till 10.30. Then a gang of us went in for a soda, and then Bert drove me home. It takes an hour to drive home. Never mind that. What happens when you get home? I seen you on the porch. Oh, will you stop picking on her? All right, but you ain't heard the last of this. Now go to bed, both of you kids. I want to talk to your mother. Good night, Mother. Good night, Mom. Good night, dears. Fine pair of kids I got. They don't even say good night to me. Well, what did you expect? Uh, and did you see the way she kissed him on the porch? Well, what's the harm in a good night kiss? 
But she's known Bert for three years. I've known you for 20 years, and I never kissed you like that. <laughs> well, it's about time you started. Huh? Peg, I'm asking you for the last time. Are you going to cooperate with me? Not if you act ridiculous. I told you before, I trust my children. Well, I trust them, too. All I want you to do is write down on a piece of paper what time they leave the house, what time they come back. So that when I get home from work, I'll know what's going on. I never heard of such an idiotic idea. Idiotic, is it? Well, for your information, this is the very same system Warden Magruder of Sing Sing used to check up on his trustees. <laughs> this is a home. This isn't a prison. I won't, I won't treat my children like that. They're good kids. And I want to keep them that way. They got to be watched day and night. Oh, are you going to help me? I'm asking you. I don't even want to discuss it. Peg, I'm asking you for the last time. No. Suppose I order you. Just try it. <laughs> I'm asking you for the last time. No, no, no. Okay, then, you're forcing me to take matters into my own hands. What do you got in that box? You'll see. If you don't want to help me, I'll have to do it my own way. As soon as I get this thing open here. Mother, are you ready? We're going. Oh, I'll be right with you. Dear. Hurry up, Mom. Now, just a minute. You wait till I get this open. What's that? You'll see. I told you I'd find a way to check up on you. Well, this is it. There. A time clock. A time clock. What for? To punch every time you go out or in. Now, you see, I, I got cards for you already. Now, there's yours, Junior, number 6389. Here's yours, Babs. Well, this is the limit. You, you can't really mean it. Well, you're kidding, Daddy. You'll see if I'm kidding. That's going to stay right here in the hall near the door. And when they go in or out... They cost me a cent. They put in a new one at the plant, and they threw this one away. So I took it and fixed it up. <laughs> Smart, huh? Smart. <laughs> I think you're out of your mind. Now, Peg, you've got no right saying things like that about me in front of the kids. Oh, I, I'm sorry. We don't mind. <laughs> Who asked you? Now, you watch me, both of you kids, and I'll show you how this works. If you think I'm going to punch a time clock, Daddy... You punch that clock, or you won't get out of the house nights. No more dates if I have to put a master padlock on the door. Mother! Oh, this is ridiculous. This is final. I have made up my head. <laughs> Mom, we'll be late for the show. Let's go. You don't leave till you punch out on this clock. I won't do it. It's humiliating. Oh, go on and punch it, Bab. Let your father have his way. We'll talk about this later. Oh, all right. Yeah, well, here's your card, Babs. Now you, Junior. Now you, Peg. Me? <laughs> you expect right, me to... <laughs> well, on second thought, you, you don't have to. You, you're really an executive. You... Junior? Yeah, Beth? Listen, I've got a date with Bert tonight. Will you do me a big favor? Well, that depends. What is it? Well, I may be a little late, and I don't want to have another scene with Daddy. 
So will you punch in for me? Oh, gee, Babs, I don't know. Oh, it's... please, Junior. I'll do you a favor someday. Will you punch in for me tomorrow night? <laughs> Certainly. Then it's a deal. Oh, you're a darling. Well, I guess it's okay. Of course. What's the harm? Well, I don't like tricking Pop like this. Oh, what's so terrible? Doesn't he always brag how he and Mr. Gillis pull the same trick at their plant? Hey, that's right. I'll do it. What's good enough for my father is good enough for me. <laughs> oh, is that you, Riley? No, it's me, Mother. Oh, hello, Babsy. Did you have a good time? Oh, wonderful. Isn't Daddy home yet? No, but he ought to be here any minute, though. You better punch that clock and get to bed. Oh, I already punched in. What? Well, how could you? You just got in. Oh, well, I mean, I... Babsy, what have you been up to? Don't tell Daddy, but I got Junior to punch in for me at half past nine. Oh, Babsy, you didn't. How could you? Well, you know you shouldn't trick your father like that. Oh, I think I hear Daddy. Well, you better get to bed. All right. Good night. <laughs> Good night, dear. Oh, Peg, you still up? Yes, I was waiting for you. Well, you might say hello to me. Oh, wait a minute. I want to check these time cards here. <laughs> Riley, you're, you're getting just impossible. All you can think about that time clock. Oh, well, I know my duty as a father. Let's see now. Number 6739. Who's that? Oh, that's Junior. Punched in at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Good. Number 4828. Who's that? Well, that must be Babs. Silence. Punched in at 9.30. Well... That's more like it. There, you see, it's working like a charm. If Babs didn't have to punch in, she'd probably be out with that Burt Roberts till 12 o'clock. Uh, oh, you got a hand in the meat, Peggy. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> sure put one over on the kids, didn't I? Yeah, yeah you, you put one over, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Old man's still pretty smart. <laughs> Very smart. <laughs> I don't think there's another father in the whole world who could think of an idea like this. <laughs> now you're talking. <laughs> you have just heard the first act of The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. But now, here's an important question. What'll you have? Perhaps Blue Ribbon. What'll you have? Perhaps Blue Ribbon. You know, that's going to be a mighty timely question tomorrow, because it just happens that tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> the top of the evening to Burton O'Day. To Ryan O'Brien O'Kelly and Jay. To Doyle Highland Foyle. To Flynn and Fitzgibbon. Yes, to you all in Pabst Blue Ribbon. Here's the luck of the Irish to Farley and Feeney to Bannock and Flannick and Murphy and Sweeney to Dugan Good Health to Coogan Good Cheer. What do you have? Pass Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Pass Blue Ribbon. What do you have? Pass Blue Ribbon. Pass Blue Ribbon beer. Finest beer served anywhere. Well, now, friends, I'm going to ask Joe Howard, our trombonist, to help us make the three-way experts test here. Joe, uh, will you take this bottle of Pass Blue Ribbon and pour out a glass full? Sure, Harry. I got a feeling I'm going to like this test. Uh-huh. Well, there we are. Now, here we go. Test number one. 
Just look at that beard, Joe. Look at it. Notice that clear color, mm -hmm. that creamy head? It uh, sure looks good. Yeah. Uh, now, test number two. Sniff. Go ahead, sniff. Get a whiff of that fragrant Pabst Blue Ribbon blend. That's swell. Uh, hey, how much longer do I wait? Wait? Oh, oh, we're coming to that, my friend. Now, here's test number three. Taste it. Taste that smoother, smoother, smoother Pabst Blue Ribbon. Ah, that's what I call beer. Finest beer served anywhere. And from now on, Joe, you know the answer when anybody asks you, what'll you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. I got it. <laughs> And now, back to the life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley, with Paula Winslow and John Brown. Oh, Riley, why don't you give up this time clock nonsense? Why, just when it's working so smooth. <laughs> smooth, huh? Why, sure. How do you know the children aren't punching in and out for each other? What? <laughs> Peg, you've got an evil mind. They never do a thing like that, not my kids. Why, that's dishonest. Oh, those, those kids may be a little wild, but when it comes to honesty, they take after me. <laughs> <laughs> and they better not let me catch them. Hey, I gotta go to work. Now, wait, wait. Uh, um, do you think you could get off a little earlier tonight? Impossible. Well, the Durkins are giving an anniversary party, and I'd love to go. Try and get off. It's out of the question, Peg. They couldn't spare me. I'm the key man on the swing shift. You, you, you go yourself. No, I, I don't want to go alone. Oh, I'll stay home. Well, I'm sorry, honey, but the job comes first. You, you know I'd do it for you, Dumplin', if I could, but... Oh, all right. Oh, come on, cheer up. I'll, I'll make it up to you. I, I know what. We'll have a little party of our own. Now, you wait up for me tonight, and when I get home, I'll let you make me some ham and eggs, huh? <laughs> Wait a minute, Joe's got to punch in. Don't bother. Hmm? Where? Didn't you see the notice? Oh. You switched back to the day shift. No kidding. Yeah, me too. Hey, hey, that's great. Yeah, we don't have to go to work till tomorrow morning. Then we can go home, huh? Oh? Yeah. What for? We ain't sick. <laughs> well, Peg wants to go to the Durkin party. Yeah, so does my wife. What do you want to go to the Durkins for? A lot of married people. <laughs> No, I'm going home. Don't be a chump. A chance like this comes once in a lifetime. We got a whole night ahead of us with a perfect alibi. The wives think we're waiting. <laughs> Let's celebrate. Henry Stefanati and a whole gang of us are going to that new nightclub just opened. The Follies Bergier. <laughs> yeah? Uh, no. No, nightclubs ain't for me. Come on. They tell me there's a little French girl from Mexico who does an Egyptian dance. <laughs> Yeah? No, no, I, I don't work for that stuff. Please. And they got a chorus, does the can-can. Viva la France. Yeah? Uh, no, no, that's for bachelors. But the big feature is a dame by the name Mamselle Grady. She plays a game with the audience called Gittin' Grady's Garden. She throws, she throws garters in the audience, and if you catch one, they pick up your check. Yeah? No, no, I, I'm going home to Peg. That, that stuff ain't for me. Though. Come on, be a sport. You don't want to look, you don't have to. You can eat a chicken sandwich. <laughs> well, I am hungry. Okay, I'll go. Hey, 
it's a great show, Henry. Sensational. <laughs> hey, Riley, yeah. you're going to eat your chicken sandwich? What chicken sandwich? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a show, huh, Henry? <laughs> yeah. That's the kind of show I like, you know, lively. Yeah, lively could wake up the dead. <laughs> that I would like to see. <laughs> Taker, it's you. It is I indeed. Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. Well, what are you doing here in a nightclub, Digger? You here alone? Oh, no. I came with a large body. <laughs> a group of my colleagues. The Forest Lawn Night Owl Club. <laughs> We're so gay. Every now and then we go on a tear and paint the town black. Ah, it's a great show, huh, Digger? I bet it's making your friends sit up and take notice. This show would even make my customers sit up and take notice. <laughs> but tell me, Riley, what are you doing here at this hour? Aren't you on the swing ship? Yeah, well, I was until tonight. Oh, hey, hey, don't tell Peggy you saw me here, would you, Digger? Oh, so that's it. Uh, you naughty boy. <laughs> Why don't you tell her? Oh, trust me, I won't read it to a living soul. <laughs> Hey, look, I think they're going to start that garter stunt now, huh? Oh, my, well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. We'll wake the whole neighborhood. Oh, we sure had a great time. Yeah, you bet. Ain't you glad you come along? Yeah, I had... Well, I really only dropped in for a bite to eat. Hey, what's that in your pocket there? Oh, well, well, well this is a chicken sandwich. <laughs> oh, you're a lucky dog. The whole evening didn't even cost you a cent. No. Boy, you should have seen the way you blushed when Grady snapped the garter over your head. <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't blushing. I, I was choking. The blood was rushing to my face. I... Hey, hey, let me see that garter again. Yeah, here, here. Oh, boy, pink silk with rosebud. Look, it's even got Grady embroidered on it. Yeah. Hey, give it to me, will you? No, no, give it back. I want it. Come on, hand it All right, here. Oh, 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 we're home. Well, good night, Gillis. Yeah, night, Riley. See you in the morning. Yep. Oh, oh, hey. What are you doing up? You told me to wait up for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Where were you? Uh, whatever. Uh, working. <laughs> Where else? Till two o'clock? Your shift's over at twelve. Yeah, well, well, the fact is we, we had a little trouble. Uh, one of the machines, you see. What kind of trouble? Well, uh, you see, Peg, we... <laughs> Peg, why are you so suspicious? I asked you a simple question. What happened to the machine? Uh, well, you see, th th this machine, it's got to go at a certain speed. It's very slow, Makes a noise like brackety brackety brack, and then all of a sudden I notice it's going too fast. It's going da 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 da. I mean, I mean uh, the, 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 the gears. I, I I had to fix it. It took me hours. I'm sorry I was so late. You don't have to make me any eggs. Don't worry, I don't intend to. Let's go to bed. All right. Where's my pajamas? On the bed. Uh, did the kids get in early? Yes. Did they punch the clock. I don't know, and I don't care. Well, gee, why are you so mad at me? Is it my fault I had to work late tonight? I, I never had a night like I had tonight. I'm sorry, dear. I didn't mean to snap. I, I've got a headache. Uh, here's a kiss. Well, 
course, Lola, you apologize. Oh, I wish you didn't have to work so hard. Well, you must have had a terrible night. Oh, I don't mind. I can take it. <laughs> oh, I wish you'd get back on that day shift. Uh, oh, now look. Uh, what's wrong? Oh, my garter. They're made with such cheap material. They're always breaking in half. And always just one of them, never both. But I still have to buy a new pair. <laughs> No, 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 you don't. Here, I got a guard you can use. But... No, no, no. Give it back. No. I, 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 uh, I didn't mean that. Oh. Where did you get this garter? Garter? <laughs> Where did that come from? You just gave it to me. What? Oh, or oh, the garter. Well, well, well. Who is Gertie? Well, she's, uh... Compliments of the Folly Berger. So that's where you were until two o'clock. You tell me to wait up for you, and then after work, you go to a nightclub. No, I went before work, you see. I mean... Before work? Then you didn't work tonight. Well, you see, the fact is that... that... Okay. I ain't the kind of a husband lies to his wife. I'll tell you the truth. When I got to the plant, I found out I was switched to the day shift, and the boys were all going out to this nightclub to celebrate, and I figured I didn't have nothing better to do, so... Nothing better to do? <laughs> you knew I wanted to go to the Durkin party. Well, yeah, but... Uh... You leave me sitting at home looking at the four walls while you go out with a bunch of roughnecks, and then you come home and deliberately lie to me. <laughs> you're the one who won't trust his children. You make them punch time clocks. Well, you're the one who can't be trusted. No, I was wrong about the kids, and you were right. I'll, I'll trust them from now on. In a family, everybody should trust each other. They don't have to push the clock no more. I'll, I'll throw it out right now. That time clock stays right where it is. But, honey, you're right. The kids don't have to punch no more. I'll... They won't. But from now on, you're going to punch it. <laughs> I'm home, Peg. The Rileys will be back in just a moment, but right now... Oh, it's famous, not just here at home, but from Timbuktu to far off Nome. From the Virgin Isles to the Straits of Dover, it's Pabst Blue Ribbon the whole world over. That is a fact, folks, there's more Pabst Blue Ribbon exported to foreign lands than any other American beer. It's the beer with the flavor the whole world knows. Why, they tell me you'll even find it on an oasis in the deserts of Arabia. In the desert heat, an oasis can't be beat. Yes, those Arab sheiks agree, it's a cooling sight to see. But better than the best oasis, it's Pabst Blue Ribbon in cases. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What will you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. What will you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Smoother, smoother, smoother flavors. Best and sparkle, million favors. Taste that smoother, smoother flavor. Pabst Blue Ribbon beer. Yes, sir, wherever you travel, to the far corners of the world or right here in the good old USA, you'll find folks enjoying that international favorite, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Remember, the quality that has carried Pabst Blue Ribbon around the world is yours for the asking. The next time the waiter asks you, what'll you have, tell him you want the world's number one favorite. Pabst Blue Ribbon, finest beer served anywhere. 
Meg, I told you over and over it was just a harmless evening. So what if I went out with the boys? Is that a crime? I, I... don't care about that. It's lying to me. I can't Well, it'll it. never happen again. You'll know when I go and when I come. I'll punch that time clock regular. Oh, don't be ridiculous. I threw that idiotic clock in the incinerator this morning. You threw it away? Of course. You don't think I'm going to have my husband punch a time clock in his own home? Then you trust me. After all the nutty things I've done, you still trust me? Oh, yes, I trust you. Ah, now I know why we make such a nice couple. You're even nuttier than I am. <laughs> Riley, look here what I have. What? <laughs> the time clock yeah. for you. Oh, no, not after all I've been through with time oh, no. clocks. Well, now, just a second, Riley. This right. time clock is different. Yeah. Look, at night, when you punch it, here's how it goes. How? <laughs> yeah, I get it. What do you have? Pabst Blue Ribbon. Oh, hey, that time clock really knows the score. That's it. The finest beer served anywhere always scores a hit. So what do you have, Riley? Pabst Blue Ribbon and nothing else but... What did you have? Paps Blue Ribbon. Paps Blue Ribbon invites you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. The Life of Riley is brought to you by the Paps Brewing Company of Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and sent your way with the best wishes of Paps Blue Ribbon dealers from coast to coast. This is Harry Bonzel saying, hope we can see you next week. Stay tuned for Bill Stern and the sports next over many NBC stations.